Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening on this Friday evening. And we have Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Uh, before we get rolling, i got a couple of things I wanted to talk about. One's going to take a little while. Uh, but I was working all day for the show tonight, gathering all kinds of news and, and uh, had written something about the timelines because I, I think uh, what's going on needs to be really expressed. And all of a sudden, right in front of my eyes, it vanished. It was like, I think, somebody came in and just simply took it. And I've had that happen before. I had a prophetic insider, all done. Oh, I think it was 40 or 44 pages long, you know, and uh, all of a sudden, it was gone and could not be found anywhere on the computer. Same thing with this. Uh, Patty, who knows all about these kind of things, tried to uh, get it all back. Nothing. It was erased. And um, I think one of the reasons it was erased is that they don't want what I'm going to show and what Larry wants to talk about tonight uh, all dovetails together. In fact, what I'm going to precede Larry's uh, wants to do some work on the UFOs and a few other things. Uh, it, it all ties together. So I wanted to read something. Here, I got this in an email about the rich men of the earth all bailing out. And uh, so I wanted to read some of this. Trump's island plot, for example, is surrounded by a massive wall. Zuckerberg's farm floating in the middle of the ocean, filled with food crops and goats. It only gets weirder from there. Look, we don't need them to tell us why they're doing this. When all these powerful people are doing the exact same thing, setting up distant compounds and escapes, while it's plain to see something bad is going on well then we have and this is my comments then we have the Norway seed vault filled with the world's seeds why is that what do they expect well the University of Norway had issued a very interesting uh, I don't know what you call it article I guess concerning what they thought was a polar shift coming a literal crustal shift, where they felt that uh, the Norway seed vault would be shifting to the south. Uh, then we have our government slowly moving to Denver, Colorado, to their underground New World Order location. Now, why are they doing that? And 
we have pictures, and I, Larry, I don't know if you know about this, but remember they had pictures of uh, the FBI building totally shuttered. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. And so who knows what other government buildings have been shuttered, and and a lot of this is, um, I guess one could call it fake backgrounds when you see these people coming out. Anyway, so then we have England, who moved some of her treasures inland, particularly some of the ancient libraries from the coastal regions, away from any tsunami damage. And then we have China, who built a multitude of new cities, all on high ground and far away from the coastal regions, and nobody knew why they were there. Then we have the elite building huge underground cities, thousands of miles of roads. They even have gravitic trains under there that travel, some say, as much as 1,500 miles an hour. Why is all this going on right now? Well, then we have alternative three, secret bases on the moon and Mars and elsewhere, all reached by anti-gravity devices, stocked by huge cosmospheres and anti-gravity craft. We also have batch consignments of human beings being taken as slave labor to these secret bases. Why now? Why the acceleration in all, of, in all this war talk with both Russia and China claiming territories that NATO and the West do not recognize? And both China and Russia have said, hands off, or else your faces will be smashed and bloodied. And then we have the United Nations rising very rapidly under Agenda 21, 30, and 50. So why is all this happening now? That's the question. And this is what I want to talk about. And Larry, break in anywhere you feel like it. Isaiah 14, 25 through 27, or actually 26, 27. This is the purpose that is proposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has proposed, who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? Now I want to get into the fig tree parables, and there are quite a number of them. So um, anyway, the first one I want to bring in, now in the morning, as he, Jesus, returned into the city, he hungered. This is Matthew 21, 18 through 20, if you're going to take notes. Matthew 21, 18 through 20. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon but leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? I want you to keep that in mind. How soon is the fig tree withered away? Now we can prove conclusively that modern Israel is the fig tree. Modern Israel is also under a curse 
and will never produce any fruit whatever because Jesus knew that they would reject him and would not repent. So Israel of today, here's the other reason, is a rich man's operation, Rothschilds. All you got to do is go back and find out who set Israel up. It's not Messiah-led. It's a deception, a delusion. It leads to Israel and the world accepting the false Messiah known as Antichrist. In other words, what happens, I believe, is that Israel thinks they're going into the millennial age, the next golden age with their Messiah. It's all a deception. It's a delusion. Matthew chapter 24. Now, learn what you find out when you go through all of these parables as a fig tree, every one of them gives you a little more information about what's happening. Now, learn the parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when you see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass until all things be fulfilled. Now, this is very, very interesting because Jesus is telling us that whatever generation this is will not pass away until everything is fulfilled, which includes Daniel's 70th week. And if you go into Daniel, you'll find where it says that uh, the 70th week is to bind up all prophecy, to anoint the most holy. And to bring in, basically, we could say the millennial reign. So anyway, now we find a reference to a generation that's going to see all things fulfilled. All things. And as I just said, it means Daniel's 70th week. According to Daniel, seals up all the prophecy and all things. So what generation is Jesus talking about? We know the fig tree is Israel. That's easily proved in the Old Testament as well as the New. Next parable, Luke 29, uh, 21, 29 through 33. And he spake to them a parable. Behold the fig tree and all the trees. Now, <clears throat> this is very, very interesting because we know that the fig tree is Israel, and Israel is a nation. So what's he talking about with all the trees? Well, it's very, very interesting that after 1948, all sorts of nations began to come into being. Now we have a total of 195 nations in the world. I just looked it up. All these nations have come in since 1948, with a few exceptions. Now he says, when they, not just Israel, but when they shoot forth, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when you see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. So here's another addition. It's all about the return and the kingdom of God arriving on earth. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away until all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, 
but my word shall never pass away. Isaiah 66, 7 through 9. Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Now this is a double reference verse. One for the church, also called a man-child if you want to do your studies, and Israel. So now, um, shall I bring to birth, says the Lord, not cause to bring forth? Saith the Lord, shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb, saith thy God? When put together, the fig tree parable is mentioned over and over. So let's go back to Psalm 49, in that Israel was reborn as a nation in 1948. And God is pointing that is to that Israel, the fig tree, and a parable, and what he calls a dark saying. Psalm 49. Hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor, together. Well, that means that God is speaking to the entire planet to the world civilization in 1948 and beyond. Take notice, he's saying, of something very unusual. And it's in a parable. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline mine ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the heart. Now, the word dark saying simply means it's a puzzle. It's a riddle. Notice he uses the words wisdom and understanding. Well, what parable, what dark saying is he going to open? It's the fig tree parable. Psalm 90 now. We're going to go to Psalm 90. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. I'm going to, Israel is asking the Lord, when is he coming back to once again deal with them concerning the Davidic and Abrahamic covenants? When he is, when did he, when is he going to set up the kingdom of God and fulfill these eternal covenants? Now you have to remember something about Israel. All her promises are of the earth. The promises to the church are all of heaven. And they go there and then they return to earth. Anyway, verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. The days of verse 10. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years... Yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, we fly away. This is very, very interesting wording, because the word soon 
means immediate if you go look it up, short. I mean, it's right there. Now, three score years is 70 years. Four score years is 80 years. We are being bluntly told that Israel of today only has 80 years time span. Not 90 years, not 100 years, but 80 years maximum. We are now told the length of a generation because that's what he's talking about. Is it, what, is, what is a generation? We're being told directly, 80 years at the max. So now we are being told the length of a generation in unmistakable terms, 80 years. Now the birth of Israel was May 14th, 1948. That is the fig tree shooting forth. 1948 plus 80 years is 2028 because all things must be fulfilled, including Daniel's 70th week, we must subtract seven years. 2028 minus seven is 2021. So we know from this, and if Jesus was talking to you personally and he said, well, a generation's 80 years, would you not believe him? Would you then think it's 90 years? Would you then think it's 120 years? Would you think it's 200 years? I doubt it. I think you'd take him at his word. It's 80 years. Remember, it was the Lord who wrote the Psalms through the people who wrote the Psalms. He's telling you exactly what's going on. And that shows you why everything is happening the way it's happening right now in front of your face. Okay, confirmations that this is true and that it is correct. Jesus told us that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be again. Noah was given a 120-year warning. In 1897, the first Jewish Congress was held and it laid out the plans, the agenda, and the script for Israel to be reborn. Without this 1897 meeting and its agreements, there would be no Israel. There would be no Allenby taking uh, Jerusalem. There would be no rebirth, and there would be no third temple. This is the foundation of modern Israel as a plan. Now, is the plan going to be executed? From 1897, we had our 120 years, like Noah said, where do we come? 2017. Next, we find that Allenby retakes Jerusalem on a very date set by Haggai the prophet in 1917. That laid the physical foundation for the literal nation of Israel to be reborn in the future. It's a progression of timelines. If we add 100 years to the event of Allenby retaking Jerusalem, we come to 2017. And if you look up 120 and 100 and what they mean, it's all about Israel. It's all about the, the revival and the rebirth of Israel. Next, we find Israel reborn in 1948. That's the next thing that happened with a timeline of either 70 or 80 years. If 70 years, Israel would expire in 2017. 
But by reason of her strength, she will go all the way to 2028, but no further. And she is cut off because the word soon means immediate. Next, we go to the Six-Day War in 1967. If we add 50 years, where do we come? 2017. All things pointed to 2017 as the end of days. And I did, I think it's up on the website free of charge. It's called the Omega Code. You can go look at it for yourself and try to prove it wrong. I don't think you can. And then we had the star sign on 9-23-2017, which seemed to confirm that 2017 was the year that either trouble or the church would be removed. If you're a pre-tribber, a lot of people aren't a tripper at all, or a rapture people at all. They don't believe there is a rapture. Well, Jesus Christ puts them to the lie. There is a rapture, and Jesus told us all about it. He even told us when it was going to be. The occult forces spend millions of dollars promoting movies, TV shows, cartoons, ads, magazine articles, all pointing to the removal of the church, and then Satan would take over and bring in his new world order, which is what they all want. They want the church to get out of here. Uh, All you got to do is listen to the politics and the rhetoric. Uh, You know, this blight, this cancer, these awful deplorables called Christians have to be removed. They hate the Christians. That's why you're seeing this hatred for Christianity. Like, for example, up in Canada, they're burning the churches down. They're arresting the pastors. It's going to be here, too. The world hates Jesus Christ, and they hate him with a passion. I have never been able to figure out why a man, God-man, actually, uh, who did nothing but good, did nothing but heal people, gentle, loved children, went around doing good all the days of his life, and they hated him, and they killed him. What's it all about? Well, I'll tell you what it's about. Control. Satan has a leasehold on this planet. He wants this planet for himself, and the Christians are in the way of it. So this is what's going on. Okay, so anyway, when the the star sign came and went, everybody in the Christian world that was watching, uh, most of them were mocking everybody that said, hey, look out, this, this sign in the heavens, this star sign of Revelation 12, this, this is it. This is it. And everybody mocked, or most of the people mocked. Well, nothing happened, which made them mock even more. See, where's the promise of his coming? Things continue as they always have. Okay? So what's the next parable of the fig tree? Nobody could, have, nobody could figure out why Christ did not return for his church. Because all the signs, all the timing, all the dating was accurate, but nothing happened. Why? Well... We have to go back to a parable of the fig tree that few have ever noticed or even understood. Luke 13, 5 through 7. 
Uh, this is about Jesus going to a fig tree. And, uh, and I'll start with here. I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. He spake then unto this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and he sought fruit thereon and found none. Now remember, Israel was cursed forever. No fruit. Remember that parable I read to you in the beginning. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down, why cumbrous it to the ground? He foreknew that Israel was never going to repent, but he's given them space. And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. So three years plus one more year, then cut it down. What is the fruit Jesus is looking for? Repentance. True repentance means fruit. No fruit, no repentance. Three plus one equals four years. 2017, when everybody that was really watching thought, hey, all the timelines go into this. If you don't believe it, go in and look at uh, my uh, Omega code. All the dates were absolutely falling where they should fall, and yet absolutely nothing happened. 2017 plus 4 equals 2021, the exact year that Daniel's 70th week should begin. It was in 2017. Now, this is where it's really interesting. It was in 2017 that President Trump took office on January 20th, and he ruled for four years, the exact same four years of the fig tree delay parable to see if any repentance would come upon Israel and the world and the church. Trump was picked by the Lord to give a reprieve to America and to Israel and the world, for that matter, to see if any fruit would be found. None was found. So that is why Biden and the communists have now taken over America to destroy it. There was no repentance. In fact, the world slipped deeper and deeper into the occult and hatred for the Bible for Christians, for Jews, for Israel, exactly as prophecy said would happen. I hope you understand what I'm telling you. Anyway, Larry, what do you think? Well, that's a lot of interesting timelines. And uh, Somebody said one time to, to me, I, I, I think I read it, which it seemed to kind of click with me. He said, uh, and, and I suppose it is, it's, it's valid, uh, he said uh, that the rapture is going to be a mystery yep. until it happens. And oddly enough, if you if you watch the uh, and I've talked about it a number of times, uh, Kevin Sarbo narrated it. There was a film, a documentary on how the uh, the bride and et cetera went on or the wedding. Uh, 
you know, exactly how, and they used the exact language and the activity of the original setting when they when they actually wrote these words down. And, and oddly enough, uh, nobody in the village where the bride resided knew until they simply saw uh, the, you know, the master arrive for his bride when he was going to come get the bride. It was a, it was a mystery, and this is from the original language of the writing now. It was a mystery yep. until he was, he arrived. And I think we're cry, in that yeah. place. Yeah, midnight cry. The bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Uh, we're not going to know until it happens. What I'm trying to point out is this versus uh, these parables all point to 2021 and at the most 2022. And it's a high watch for Daniel's 70th week to begin at virtually any time now. And that would mean uh, massive war. And I'm beginning to wonder if when Jesus said well, the uh, tribulation of those days, he makes that remark of those days. And I'm beginning to wonder if those days are not part of Daniel's 70th week. But the tribulation of those days sets the stage for Daniel's 70th week. And uh, we're, uh, I know Larry and, and I want to get into this, uh, these, the rhetoric that's going on now. I mean, these leaders now, like Putin and China, you're going to get your face smashed. You're going to get your face bloodied. Uh, you're not going to mess with us anymore. We've had it. You stay away, and if you won't, we're going to go to war. And, of course, NATO and the United States, led by a lunatic Biden and and uh, the Department of State or whatever you want to call it, uh, they're lunatics. The Bible says that our leaders in Babylon, America, are absolutely drunk, absolutely drunk, and uh, they're insane, basically. And they think we have this great empire, and that this great empire is called the hammer of the whole earth. Babylon the Great will never see uh, anything but good things happening to her. Well, I got news for deep state, global deep state. You're all going to die in your sins. This is all prophesied. You're fulfilling prophecies written 2,500 years ago to the letter, to the exact letter. I just read you the fig tree parables. When you put them all together, Jesus said 80 years. Well, it doesn't mean 90. It doesn't mean 100. It means 80, or Jesus is lying to us. I don't think he's lying to us. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing right now. And as Larry said, the taking of the bride is a hidden mystery. It's going to come with no warning Whatever. There is no warning for the removal of the church. There is a warning for the removal of the tribulation saints. And this is where a lot of people get stuff all mixed up. The Israeli saints, the church saints, and the tribulation saints are all different. They're all handled differently. They all work in different dispensations, so to speak. You can't mix them together. If you mix them together, you're going to get all messed up. 
and it's exactly what's happening. They're getting all mixed up. And most people now think that, oh, this is a long time away. Well, either it isn't a long time away, or Jesus was just playing with us and telling us something that's really not true. I think if somebody stood before you with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and told you, well, you're going to watch Israel be reborn, and Israel has a lifespan, if they're strong enough, of 80 years, would you then consider it 90 years or 100 or 150? If you did, you're in denial. You're in denial. You have, I, I don't know why people cannot take the words of Jesus Christ exactly as he spoke them. And the same thing goes for salvation doctrine. Jesus told you, when you hear my words and you don't do them, you're a fool. If you hear my words and do them, you're a very wise person. And when the judgment comes, you're going to stand. But if you hear my words and you do not do them, you're going to fall, and great is going to be your fall, which is another word for you going into eternal damnation. So I don't know why people will not accept. They call themselves Christians. They're not, because they don't believe anything that Jesus actually said straight out. And I can tell you, he is a God-man of few words, very few words. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you what uh, my conversation with was with him. It's very, very short to the point. He is a person that gives you the, the bottom line. He does not lie. He does not exaggerate. What he says is exactly what he means. So now, the only thing we have now, here's another point. Israel, on September, I think it's 7th or 8th, which is uh, their new year, they go into a Schmitter year, what is known as a Schmitter year, and it's also a Jubilee year. Basically, the terms are interchangeable. It's a year of release. That's what the tribulation and Daniel's 70th week is all about. Remember, Israel has to atone for their Christ rejection. That's what the seven-year period is all about is Israel must atone. And out of the mercy and the compassion of the Lord, this is where the tribulation saints are allowed to be beheaded to enter the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Remember, the promises to the, to the church are heavenly. The promises to Israel are earthly because that's the earth people. The whole millennial reign is about Israel ruling on earth. So anyway, uh, <laughs> where do you want to start, Larry? I've got this headline. Uh, well, this is before, you, before you yeah, get into ahead. that, uh, yeah. with, all you laid, with all you laid out, I wanted to mention this because it's kind of timely. If you'll remember, and people heard us talk some, you know, a few years ago, you know, we talked about a cosmic sign in the heavens. And, mm -hmm. and it was about the time that Cyrus, or Cyrus Speak, showed up, you know, in our real time, 
<laughs> and uh, at that time, of course, that was with Trump, and we talked about something called a divine pivot that mm-hmm. it, it appears, you know, and we, we shared at that time that it appeared that uh, that uh, heaven had basically pivoted from uh, the church age, basically, to Israel. And, and that was when Trump came in and began to do all the work towards Israel, et cetera, et cetera. And that yep. was when also, uh, uh, you know, I, was, I and Augusto and you and others were talking about what you said, your timelines. And we'll get into some of this a little later, but I wanted to point out here is uh, I was checking Dr. Michael Sala's latest uh, report he just put out. He just put out a uh, an article. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we know that it seemed like there have been parallel timelines battling for power, if you will, or reality, and, uh, you know, one of them, the, the timeline was really interrupted when Hillary didn't become president. Trump literally, yeah. and by the hand of God, uh, interrupted that timeline, for, as, as you pointed out, uh, for those four years, and his article's kind of interesting because he says uh, the timeline war of exopolitics and the second American Revolution. And he says our timeline has been hijacked by the deep state with support from extraterrestrial entities. And he said even Malachi Martin warned us of these things before his death. Now, as we're talking about that, we realize there is two timelines. And what I wanted to get at right here is the fact that uh, we've we've had to watch and I put it that way because we didn't watch it happen naturally. We had to watch an usurpation or a usurping uh, of the law in the world, the basic laws that all the nations basically operate under. And we watched Trump being removed from power by an unseen hand that absolutely was determined to remove him. Now, we heard all the prophets talking about, you know, a number of them, talking about how Trump was going to be given eight years. And, you know, we'll have to see if that plays out. But he only had four years. No way, you, no other way to look at it. He only had four years, and he was removed from office by that yep. basically unseen hand. And oddly enough, and I'll finish with this, oddly enough, if we look at the cycle, Netanyahu I saw the information today has finally uh, surrendered to losing the prime ministership in Israel by an unseen hand. It's the same operation that Trump faced. They removed him from power. There wasn't an election. He didn't lose an election. The government removed him. The the powers, the Knesset, the the prime minister, the ministers. That's all. You know, they removed him. It's somewhat like what happened to Trump. And so suddenly now he struggles for a, a few weeks, but he is finally getting his wife and all their stuff together and moving out of the state house uh, uh, where he held residence for I think 15 years. You yeah, know, he was and you in said yourself time. that you believe. Yeah, you said I believe that Netanyahu is is really set in by God to lead them through what's coming. Now suddenly he's been removed. Will he be back? I do not know. However. It's so odd to me to see 
that not only is the the timeline that came in with Trump and struggled along four years also struggled along in Israel for four years, and at the end of this this period of a few years, both Trump and Netanyahu have been removed. Yeah, it's like they did what uh, the Lord wanted them to do, and uh, you know Trump is going to be extremely uh, how do I say instrumental by his four years of bringing about Israel's restoration, even though it's a phony restoration. Uh, this is called pre, uh, I call it pre-tribulational Israel, because Israel is being restored by the rich men of the earth. And it's a, it's a deception. It's a delusion. It's not Messiah-led. If you go into the Bible and read it carefully, you'll find out that, the real Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, doesn't come into this picture until after the tribulation at his return to earth. A lot of people get that all confused because the return of Christ is in two or three parts. Number one is the removal of the bride. Number two, the removal of the two witnesses and the tribulation saints. And then at the end, he comes down and touches on the Mount of Olives and takes possession of earth. And this is what this is all about. It's really a turf war. It's a spiritual war, but it's also a turf war. And uh, who's going to run planet Earth? And Satan says, it's mine. It's all mine. And you just keep your hands off. And Jesus says, well, I got news for you. You're only a leaseholder. I'm the owner, and the earth is mine, and I'm going to take it, whether you like it or not, and whether the deep state globalists like it or not. You see, they hate Jesus Christ. They hate the exclusivity of the fact that God alone anointed Jesus Christ as the owner and ruler of planet earth and the whole universe for that matter and the multiverse for that matter he's the king of kings and the lord of all lords there is no other name under the heavens by which anyone can be saved why well because he's the the owner (laughs) and you know what else can one say he owns it all he's the boss the big boss anyway what else did you have, Larry? I want to get. We'll get into the UFO thing here shortly, but uh, yeah, what about uh, the stuff that's uh, going on? Well, I, I wanted to mention real quick a, a hot news item that just popped up on Hal Turner before the show, and uh, oddly enough, we've got multiple sources that China intends or appears to intend to go to war over Taiwan. And we've got Japan and others that are warning America that uh, there's about to be a Pearl Harbor and uh, that, you know, we're seeing military movements in the background. But listen to this one. Listen to this one. I want to read it real quick here. It's uh, Hal Turner's covert alert just came out. Uh, Subscribers only says China uses word embargo against the USA. And he, he, he reports Unless the U.S. backs off support for Taiwan and industrial embargo and stopping of all Chinese exports to the U.S. mainland will occur, 
this will re- react in a sudden industrial and economic collapse of the United States without yep. even firing one shot. Hal Turner says the USA is now in serious peril. Well, and when you have these uh, the, these uh, authorities from Japan, these higher up people, telling you that there's a plan for war, and they even lay out what that plan is. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, do you have that map they produced? Kind of interesting. Okay, uh, are you talking they, about the th- the three point plan? Yes. This is amazing, folks. Listen to this. This is all about Z. Now, Z has more or less said, you're going to do what we tell you or we're going to smash your face. And uh, we are the predominant earth power. And we have the right to be the, the dominant power. And, of course, China and the United Nations might as well be one entity because their social credit system and all of this that's coming in rapidly here in America with the Great Reset and all of that. Yeah, it's anyway, stage one, they attack key installations all over Taiwan. Stage two, cruise missile strikes. Stage three, warship bombardment. Now, they're revealing... Now, you could say, well, this is all just bluff. They don't mean it. Obviously, they wouldn't mean it. In fact, I was reading an article the other day. There's no way that China would, could take Taiwan. Well, of course they could. And there's no way the United States could prevent it. We are already at war, basically, with China on the South China Sea and their little islands that they're militarizing. Uh, and the incursions that they've made in Taiwan airspace, like 20, 30 bombers and fighters. Um, these are all warnings. And everybody says, ah, no, he won't do that. He doesn't mean that. There's no way he's going to do that. Well, that's exactly why they do it, because nobody believes they will do it. Well, they're going to do it. Kings of the, air, of the East, prophecy. They're going to take Taiwan. There's no question in my mind that Taiwan is just part of the uh, kings of the East. And uh, China is the main player in all of the uh, kings of the East. And it wouldn't surprise me if they take Korea as well. Well, they basically already do, except for South Korea. And if uh, uh, Kimmy the whiz kid decided he wanted to take South Korea, it'd be over in about an hour. There'd be millions and millions and millions of people dead, but it would be over almost immediately, and there's not one thing that we could do about it. What do you think, Larry? Do you think this is for real, or are they just rhetoric? Well, apparently the intelligence of Japan and others are are claiming this is a real plot, and they're going to do it. And uh, Japan and even the Philippines, are they're running their air forces and their ships together now because they, they basically don't have a choice. They, what are, what's Biden going to do, rush in to save them? Are you kidding me? They already know that. And so yeah. they're, already preparing to, they're already preparing to be attacked. And, and according to the plan, 
it's going to be a, a simultaneous attack on Hawaii and uh, possibly Guam and uh, Taiwan at the very same time. And it's so odd, you know, America sits back and, and we can't make China do one thing, yet somehow we think we rule. If you can't make anybody do anything, how are you ruling anything? Well, you're not. And, of course, this is the insanity of our leaders and Congress. They're totally insane. The Bible says their tables are full of vomit. That's a very rude statement, but basically that's what it means. It means they're drunk. They're vomiting. They're, they're alcoholics. They are uh, deep into the occult. And Satan runs them. Satan owns them. I had a friend of mine who went to Washington, I don't know how many years ago. He was kind of a sensitive, and he said when he went there, he could just see these demons all over the place. And uh, I believe it. Uh, basically, that's what the Bible says, that Satan runs and owns, basically, the United States of America. One time, we were a godly nation. Even the Supreme Court of the United States in the late 1800s ruled that America was a Christian nation and founded upon Christian principles. Then Obama comes along and he says, America is not a Christian nation. What are you guys talking about? It's one of the few times he actually told the truth. We're not any longer a Christian nation. We are an occult nation instead. The Christians have apostatized. They've, they've gone. They've left the roost. They're out in the field somewhere. And I don't know, Larry. Uh, it just seems too bad. And so, therefore, uh, when you go into Deuteronomy chapter 28 and you read the curses, God is no longer going, it appears anyway, to have anything to do with our military. And you know what's interesting? Here we have... Russia and the rhetoric, China and its rhetoric. And I saw a picture not very long ago of our military men walking around in high-heeled shoes, like women. And then you have people like uh, Millie. Oh, you know, it's all about white racism. This is what they're concerned with, as the United States is being surrounded by enemies that mean to kill every one of us. And the Bible says when Babylon goes down, it never comes back. East to west, north to south, God kills the American people. The children, the babies, the parents, the grandparents, the elderly, the sick, the infirmed, all dead. D-E-A-D. Do you get it, folks? Do you get why I'm bringing to you this news about the fig tree parable? Because the American people and deep state are going to, take us right into a death trap. And when Putin says what he says, and when Z says what he says, they're getting together. They are getting together. And um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why people can't figure that one out. Here's another headline, Larry. Russia decrees the military can block the Kirk Strait. Uh, that's kind of interesting because Kurt Strait goes into the Sea of Azov. But what's even more fascinating was that prophecy about closing down the strait uh, by um, Constantinople or Istanbul. 
Remember the rabbi said, when you see Russia, take that. Know that the Messiah is here. Uh, Russia may have to do that to close off the Black Sea. And I also read where Russia has now decided they wanted, they're doing live fire exercises right next to the NATO people. What do you suppose that's about? Well, it's, it's obviously a show of force and, and a, a also a show that they're simply not afraid of NATO forces. And oddly enough, Stuart, when you think about it, that uh, strait uh, that goes uh, through Constantinople or, or Istanbul, through that region, that would block uh, not only the Black Sea, but the Russia has, they've got warships on both sides of that channel that yes. goes through there, and they've got them in the Mediterranean and in the Black Sea. So Russia could literally lock it down almost any time they wanted to. Yeah, and, and remember they launched three or four of these new subs. Nobody knows where they are. They could sink a good number of our ships before we even knew what hit them. I got a feeling that's what's going to happen. Do you remember the prophecies? Like, these were Christian people who were shown that we had an entire uh, aircraft carrier fleet, which is a number of ships, support ships and whatnot, destroyers, et cetera, et cetera, sunk. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? If that's not what we're going to watch. Yeah, yeah, we're watching that closely. And and, and, uh, what's also disconcerting a little bit because of the situation in the world with Israel that Israel would be part of the uh, of this uh, move of NATO against Russia. You know, if you look at the chart, Israel yep. clearly has uh, joined that movement, which could this could be a way of literally putting the hooks in the jaws. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because uh, Russia is not going to be very happy if this goes into a war and Israel's involved in it. Uh, that would be no more, uh, let's say, friendship with Putin. Uh, something happens, as it says in Ezekiel 38, I will put hooks into their jaws and I will bring them forth upon the mountains of Israel. And at the same time that occurs, if you read it very carefully, uh, Gog has a evil thought. It says, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages to them that have gotten rich in cattle and goods. Well, if you do your research, you'll find out that's mighty Babylon the Great. And I guess if I was a military commander, the first thing I would do when I invaded Israel would be to hit the United States of America, keep them preoccupied so I could literally take the land. Unfortunately, God says to Gog, I don't think you're going to do that. I'm going to destroy you for trying to do that. Israel is my land. Jerusalem is the apple of my eye. See, they all forget the God factor in all of this. I guess they don't even believe God exists. Because they say, and I think it's in Isaiah, where they say, none seeth me. Nobody knows our dark, deep, secret plans to exterminate the human race, basically. Uh... See the God factor. 
they 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 uh, just decide there is no such thing. God's not going to intervene because there is no God. And uh, anyway, it's just amazing, and how stupid our leaders of all the world are at this point. But remember what I read to you on the uh, on the prophecies. My hand is stretched out upon the nations, and I have proposed, and I'm going to do it. And who's going to stop me? <laughs> God mocks the rich men of the earth. He mocks them and uh, more or less laughs at them, just like it says in Psalm 2. The, whole, the Lord will hold them in derision. He mocks them as they advance their plans for world domination. Uh, it doesn't work. Uh, there really is a God Anybody listening that is in deep state or global deep state, he really is real. If you would do what Jesus Christ commanded you to do, you'd meet Jesus Christ, and you'd find out just how real he really is. But because you won't do that, you don't believe he even exists. So, you know, when it all comes down and you find yourself in eternal ruin, don't be blaming God for any of it. It's something you chose to do. And I again, I asked Larry, how is it that you can have prophecies that are 2,500 years old coming to pass exactly as written, and these people can't figure that one out either? I don't, I don't understand that kind of mindset. I guess. Well, I think that I think it's so simple. Uh, the reason they think that it's so simple. That's why in the Bible he mentioned one time that God is not a man. And so yes. they think they act like he thinks like a man, and of course, most of the time the church makes that mistake, and probably mm-hmm. Israel makes that mistake. Everybody on planet Earth seems to make the mistake that he's a man and thinks like a man, which is totally antipodal to the truth. Yes, absolutely diametrically opposed to the real truth. He even says so, basically. My ways are not your ways. Uh, my thoughts are not your thoughts. He's speaking to humanity. So it's not that he hasn't warned everybody. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's see. What else do we have that's going on? I'm worried about Putin. And I'm wondering, do you think possibly that this, uh, how do I say, the Crimea situation is to occupy us while a surprise attack on Hawaii, Taiwan, and Guam are the real target? Because Russia and China seem to be together in their exercises by Hawaii. Uh, they seem to be, but uh, I, I'm not sure which is going to come. I'm not sure which comes first, the chicken or the egg. And the reason I said <laughs> that is this. Uh, have, I don't know if you've got that in front of you. I sent you that Unleavened Bread Ministry word and some intel yep. that had came into them. I, and, I, I don't have it in front of me, but yes. Yeah, I can read you my notes if you want me to read my notes yes. from it. By all uh, means. Because uh, this, is, this is what's interesting. Not only do we have out there an enemy, while we have a circus in Washington, D.C., and really across <laughs> the land, uh, 
everybody trying to kill themselves, basically. But uh, this is interesting. It came down from Dave Eels of Unleavened Bread Ministry, who he, I've known Dave for a number of years. I don't deal with him much, but I know about him. And he's usually got pretty truthful stuff. But let me read you this information that he got. And the reason I got it is, I, is I'm on his mailing list, and he mailed me out the warning because he sent it to everybody, and he said, this is real. He said, we need to be watchful. And what it involves is something called the 10 days of darkness. And if you will, if you will remember, uh, Biden over and over during the uh, election or right, running up to the election and even the debates was talking about this uh, time of darkness, you know. Yes. And so yes. anyway, listen to this. This is, this is the notes that I wrote from that. It says, uh, and he's talking to his people, basically, and those that follow him. He said, remain prepared, for we're warned, ten days of darkness. It says, appears that there are hundreds of shipping containers that hold four missiles each. And by the way, Stuart, uh, I sent you a, an image of those. I've got an image of those things that they found, and, and some of them are Russian, with Russian yeah, writing. Yeah, and if you go, go on YouTube, if you go on YouTube, just type in Russian military missile containers, and they even have uh, videos. They're kind of cartoon-like, but they're very realistic about what these really are. And you're right. They carry at least four missiles each. And remember in yeah. the movie, uh, what was the name of that movie, um, uh, where they launched one of these, and it hit uh, where the Super Bowl was. Remember? Oh. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember the name of it. I can't. I, can't, I, I remember what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it said four missiles each, which can be launched by remote control. says the deep state threat to launch these missiles into the USA in a covert war. Now, when he says deep state there, he's talking about a global deep state. Yep. says disruptions will happen to the electric grid and the Internet. Mainstream media refuses to warn the American people, even though they know. The Americans will lose water, power, food supplies, and communications. He says a real whirlwind of a storm is coming. Now, that's what he's warning his people. We don't hear anybody talking about this other than us ding-dongs, I guess, that <laughs> dig into the stuff nobody wants to read and talk about. Well, I think it's probably because we're wearing those tinfoil hats that are good uh, <laughs> receivers, you know. <laughs> I don't know. U.S. and Japan conduct war games amid rising China-Taiwan tensions. China, India move tens of thousands of troops to the border and largest buildup in decades. What's going on there, Larry? It sounds like war everywhere. Well, Stuart, from if I can glean some of the intel I've been getting, it appears that. Japan and the Philippines and a number of countries, including India, have decided they're not going to have any help uh, when China makes this big move to take over the world, basically. And it appears that Japan and the Philippines are going to hold a united front to try to hold 
uh, hold you know China uh, to some degree away from their countries as China mm-hmm. makes this sudden what we call what we've heard may be a Pearl Harbor like attack, and it appears that India has moved enough troops now to the uh, I guess you could call it the disputed borders region mm-hmm. that they can now literally invade China as China tries to take uh Hawaii and uh, Guam and uh you know the other areas and uh they they brought up recently they deployed 50,000 more troops and from all the intel that I'm receiving from different individuals that's following this it, they say that India knows that when China gets into a war with the US and basically, you know, the entire Pacific region to take it all over, that India will be next. And so they're going to attack China when China goes after the, the rest of the Pacific. Wow. Well, here's another headline. U.S. and Japan warn China not to attack Taiwan. So there's your uh, there's the rhetoric building, folks. And the timeline I gave you, 2021. Why is all of this beginning to happen right now? And I asked the question, is is the tribulation of those days, what Jesus was talking about, a prelude to Daniel's 70th week and is exactly what leads to Daniel's 70th week and peace and security, peace and security. You know, Larry, we've wondered back and forth, what does... Uh, does a war come first and then peace and security, or is peace and security and then a war? Well, I think we're about to find out, would be my guess. What do you think? Yeah, I, it looks more and more like we're going to have a war before we have peace and security at all. And, uh, you know, in this war, when it pops, it, it may last some time and it may not, uh, yep. because... Uh, from all the what what it appears to be happening is it looks like Israel, even though they've got a new government, they're still planning on taking out Iran. But at the same time, you talk about Daniel eight. It, it makes you wonder if Israel, by chance, uh, does a Damascus strike that causes Daniel eight because Iran knows they're probably next. Yes. Yep, we don't know, and we don't even know if the church will be here to watch any of it. Possibly. I would rather not be here, but that doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. I know you wanted to get into this UFO stuff. Uh, Shall we switch over to that, maybe? Well, we can. It's really, really kind of interesting. And and before I go to Barry Rothman's uh, 20 and back and and some of the information involved in that, I wanted to read you something new from Cliff High. Really, really, really interesting, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're familiar with Cliff High. Yes. And I did find out doing some research on Cliff High that, and, and you'll find this interesting. You may already know it, but you may not because I didn't know it. Uh, the reason he was able to set up the computerized system that operated to work the bots, and, and a lot of people may not, want, not know what, what I'm talking about, but the bots is a computer-generated system of, of future, future speak or of some yes. sort. 
And so anyway, oddly enough, Cliff High on a recent interview with Alexander Bruce on uh, Forbidden Knowledge TV, anyway, uh, he revealed the fact that he basically had been doing some interdimensional travel himself, you know, and he says he didn't know about the guys, you know, he don't know about the 20 and back for sure. He didn't have a lot of details there, but he knew that was going on because he was told by these entities that he, uh, I guess you could say, bumped into during his travels. And Mm -hmm. I hesitate to say that, uh, you know, and I'm not mocking because uh, I've done similar travels out of the body, except Mm -hmm. that mine were, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) God-initiated. It wasn't, I didn't dream them up and decide to do them. He says he, he does them, he decides to do them. And so anyway, that's okay. I mean, you know, you've got, uh, and of course, you and I have talked before about no eyes, really, really accurate. Well, he says that he was given instructions on how to literally set up this setup of the bots that he constructed by other entities that he met in those regions. So now we know. He's a remote viewer. Well, to a degree, to a degree. Uh, but he's also receiving a lot of information from uh, entities that are out there on how to construct the bots and do that, and so that may be why the bots were as accurate as they are. But, but listen to this. This is interesting what he wrote down because it does it does dovetail. Now, now when I say that, and, and of course I just explained the bots a little bit. I just explained the background of them and how he gets his information. Uh, but I don't want people to think that everything he says is wrong. It, it may not be. It may be rather accurate, like no eyes and others. But mm-hmm. listen to this, Stuart. I want to read this. You'll, you'll get a kick out of it. This is his latest. Cliff High talking about the Mantids, M-A-N-T-I-D-S, and Master Wu. And anyway, uh, that sounds sci-fi. But he says, and he claims originality in some of this information he says but the mantids and when i say mantids he's talking about the the uh, entities or the creatures that appear to be similar to the praying mantis okay now i'm aware of those because i had an experience that i'm not going to tell you about but i did tell and i've talked to richard shaw about it some time ago before he passed away but uh there are creatures and, and I'm not making it up, out there that look like praying mantis-type entities. There's a lot so of anyway, reports that, of them. Yeah, so that, and, and by the way, I've met one up close, and people would say, well, how close? And I'll be like that guy in the Godzilla movie, pretty close, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell it all. But anyway, with that being said, I do know they exist. So uh, he says the mantids, and listen to this closely, Stuart, he says the mantids are some of them are scientists, and they are behind the manipulative, manipulative magnetic nanomedicine and the use of secret paramagnetic nanoparticles in humans. The vaccines. It's the it's the mantids. He says. So so I know we look at Bill Gates. I know we look at Fossey. I know we look at all of these people that we knows evil and into that but what he's saying if true and i I do believe that you know that's an unseen hand we're not seeing behind gates and others that these 
these creatures are dealing with them to do this, and of course they're very willing to do it. But anyway, uh, he said it's the mantids that are behind this mysterious operation of these uh, vaccines and nanoparticles and et cetera. He says the mantids are an insect race. They are all actually mantid scientists. He says other alien horrors and reptilian race are controlled by the mantids. And he says there is a real bug war in space, and the battle goes on out there. What do you think? Well, that's kind of what the Bible says, uh, where it says, uh, you gods that did not create the heavens and the earth, you likewise are going to perish. And uh, when you get into, remember, Starship Troopers, it was all about insect wars. Uh, Yeah, uh, and what Barry Rothman found, it's the same thing. He said they were uh, the uh, aliens were in league in producing this poison jab, and look at what it's doing. It's eliminating women's uh, reproductive systems. It's destroying them. Uh, we could get into that on another show, but I mean, some of the recent headlines are horrible. Uh, something like 80% or more of women who have taken this jab, uh, even in their third trimester, they abort. Uh, the transmission, the uh, shedding, uh, from uh, uh, if you be around those who have received the jab, the women suddenly, even though they haven't had any uh, of that, are having um, abortions, they're aborting, I should say. They're having, uh, even I read a story where one 90-year-old woman began having her periods again. Uh, They are destroying the ability for reproduction. And if you go into the movie Utopia, they talked about that, that they wanted to stop reproduction for three generations. These people... These are satanic, hateful uh, liars and murderers. And unfortunately, they have rounded up and mesmerized the the churches and as well as the medical association. It's a a spell. They have cast a spell over the human race, which I don't understand. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention you're talking about, you know, not only are they having, uh, uh, having miscarriages and everything else, but, but what struck me was we haven't in America, and we should, be, we should hide our face in shame, this entire yes, nation. We, we should go into mourning and just rub dirt on our faces. And I'm serious. Because oh, we have failed to stop the abortion industry and the abortion factory of destruction of children. And now, not only, not only would we not stop that, taking them from the womb, killing them in the womb, pulling them from the womb, killing them, and, and all of this, now we have allowed a greater destruction. This is massive abortion worldwide, Stuart. This vaccine, it's an abortion beyond the pale. Yeah, I think it's, I know it's a judgment from the Lord. Okay, you aborted your babies, now I'm going to abort all of you. 
you're not going to produce anymore. I'm not going to allow you to keep killing all these babies. And if and if the Lord were to claim the life of an adult for every baby in the United States, let alone China and all the other places of the world, there would not be a, an adult standing in the United States. They'd all be in, the, in taking dirt naps. And we think we're going to get away with it. And we think that God is not even there and he's not going to do anything. I got news for everybody, and particularly the doctors who are performing all this and Planned Parenthood. Your destination is eternal hellfire. You either repent, and you got very little time now to repent. Church age is closing. And then comes the tribulation period where you put your head in a guillotine because the church age is closed. And uh, I don't know, Larry. Uh, and then with, with the UFO stuff that's going on, uh, let me read quick. Even him who's coming after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, it's an arrival. Who's coming? And with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, in other words, go to eternal ruin, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God sends them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. That's an amazing remark about the UFOs and the, and the arrival. Uh, can we get into that? I know you wanted to bring out something from Barry. Yeah, uh, yeah, Barry, he's got a really interesting, and, and by the way, the movie uh, The Tomorrow War, which is literally about what we've been talking about, the, the 20 and back program, basically, it's where yep. uh, there's a war in the future, that humanity is being defeated by an alien invasion or an alien arrival, either way you want to look at it. And then this movie, The Tomorrow War, which, by the way, it came out today, July the 2nd. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. I, I can't watch it, but, you know, might mm-hmm. watch it later. But but anyway, it's auto, it, it kind of dovetails into uh, Barry Rothman, and he's been studying a lot of Dr. Sala's stuff. And uh, he recently did a, a code... And uh, he says there is a covert recruitment program into something called Space Marines. He, that's been for a number of years. It's a 20 and back program. He says wow. 20 and back. Huh? Remember the movies uh, Aliens? Yeah. That Sigourney Weaver? Right. Those were Marines. Oh, that I didn't in. realize that. Yeah, those are Marines. Well, that's what that's what Barry says in his new, uh, uh, the new one he put up, Government 20 and Back Time Program. He says the 20 and Back, allegedly, the 20 back and Back Program sends U.S. military personnel to the moon, Mars, and beyond for 20 years. Then they have their memories deleted and are sent back in time 20 years. And he says uh, some memories survive as dreams. And oddly enough, Stuart, it reminds you of that movie uh, with Schwarzenegger, you know, Recall, Total Recall. Yes. Where yes. he had his memory erased, and then he started ha- thought he was having dreams or something. <laughs> but I wondered mm-hmm. then, this is something I wondered. You remember, you know, w- we've had veterans come back from wars for years, wars locally, 
for years, and nobody worried about their mental state when they came back home. They just survived. Oddly enough, I'm wondering if, you know, they suddenly come out with this term, this this term PTSD, and yes. they dreamed it up. They talk about because of uh, they didn't even use it during Vietnam. They literally dreamed it up about, uh, you know, the Bush Wars. Yes. And I'm wondering if that's because they had brought so many of them back that was having uh, flashbacks and recurring dreams of what they really were involved in, that they used PTSD to basically cover anybody that sounds a little unstable. But anyway, uh, with that being said, he says no matter the age, men come out as 29 years old, women are usually 20 years old. He said many experience mental problems upon return. The program of 20 and back is encoded in the Torah. So it's not like it's not there, but it also involves UFOs and uh, time travel, involves mm-hmm. aliens uh, and all of this. And, and oddly enough, with that being said, I had something else I was going to bring up, too, um, Let's see if I can find it. Let's see. Go ahead. Do you have a comment on that? Yeah, well, uh, no. I'm, if you go on YouTube and type in, I think, 20 and back, you'll find people that are, who claim that that's, they were part of that program and that they did go forth and they did were fighting insect wars. And, you know, when you see these movies like Starship Troopers, which was very Nazi, Fourth Reich stuff, uh, that was all about fighting insects, which is exactly what 20 and Back is all about. I've always thought that these movies are their, the occult way of telling people what's going on, but they make it look like sci-fi. So they can say, well, we told you. You just didn't believe it. Um, and here's a headline. UFO is incoming. Most believe an alien invasion of Earth is inevitable. So the... Uh, NSA Acclimation Project is right on time for the arrival. The arrival has to be extremely close. And that's and, and probably this is why they released this report, report which was a nothing burger report. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, Larry. And what's interesting, yeah, what's really interesting, Stuart, I got to thinking about something today, that new movie coming out, say that they're sending these uh, Marines or these uh, military people forward in time to the year 2051. Now, we know that that's just a date for a movie. However, oddly enough, Michael Sala, I went in and read some of his data, and a lot of his data is involving whistleblowers. And they have talked to him, and they said that they've been, this 20 and back program literally has been operating since about, uh, well, the 80s and the 90s, and now we're in, the, you know, 2021. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oddly enough, Stuart, I got to thinking, and this is what I thought. I'd like your opinion on this. If they were just literally sending people forward 20 or 30 years to mm-hmm. fight an arrival where the aliens were literally whooping our butt, if you will, is it possible we've reached the point where the arrival occurs that defeats humanity, basically? Uh, and isn't it? I, I was wondering about that because if they're sending them in the future, only a, 
like the 2030 or something like they're talking, mm-hmm. then we're, we've, that's been 30 we're years here. ago that was started. Yes, we're here. So the arrival might be exactly what they were talking about. Uh, you know, and it's, I think there's something like 54 different races that they claim are visiting Earth. Uh, personally, I think a lot of it is a uh, fake. And uh, But, you know, the arrival is going to be very, very real. It's just part of a delusion to fool humankind, like I read uh, the prophecy. This is a delusion to fool people into accepting uh, these beings as, I think, their creators. And uh, the people who vanished, by the way, in the bride removal, the, the Antichrist has to come up with an excuse. He's got the perfect one. Well, see, they couldn't evolve. And that's why God had to get rid of them. That's why the Creator got rid of them. And uh, you go into that Bulgarian prophet. Basically, he said a wave of fire is going to sweep the earth. But those who cannot advance, those who cannot evolve to the higher levels, are taken away. Well, that's the rapture. And the rest of it that is left behind is the strong delusion of the Bible. And you look up the word strong, it means very effectual. In other words, it will have the purpose that God wanted it for. And it basically it's because humanity has rejected the concept of God having a son who came here to redeem the human race because they are fallen. They've rejected all of that. That doesn't not true anymore. And we don't have fallen angels either. Now we have aliens and extraterrestrials and advanced technology. It's all a deception. It's all planned out very carefully. And the Lord's behind it. That's the weird part. He says, God shall send them a strong delusion. And it's didn't about the say, arrival. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, didn't, didn't he say that he would pick the delusion? Mm-hmm. I will pick their delusions. And it all is because of disobedience and unbelief that, uh, you know, Jesus Christ is real. He actually did redeem the human race. And uh, he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Now, all those remarks, it's kind of like the Old Testament where the Lord says, well, I created the heavens. I stretched it out as a tent. The whole universe, I stretched it out. Well, when you see a comment like that, it's either totally true or it's totally false. I can't have it both ways. And either Jesus Christ really is King of kings and Lord of lords, or he's a liar. And the biggest lie ever perpetrated would be Christianity. Uh, so here you go. And uh, speaking about this report, of the UFOs, uh, Dr. Greer of the Disclosure Project, he kind of poo-pooed it and said they're lying through their teeth. They know all about it. They know all about anti-gravity. This is what he says. The U.S. does not have any aircraft or technologies that can perform in the matter of the UFOs do. He said this is simply a cover-up of the fact that since the mid-1950s, unacknowledged special aspect access projects have had exactly such operational classified aircraft. 
and they have been used in clandestine operations for the last 60 years. So, yeah, there you go. The government, as usual, uh, lying through their teeth. Well, actually, Barry Rossman (laughs) did a, uh, he posted the DNI report on UFO disclosure, the, the one that recently came out, and even Barry Rothman said that is only, that's not disclosure. He said that is one small step towards disclosure, which they'll probably never do. I really believe no eyes was real when she said that they'll just, the aliens will disclose themselves. Yes, they'll just show up. I think I think we're getting close to that because remember the Israeli uh, scientist who said that uh, Trump was going to disclose it all, and the alien said, "No, we're not ready yet. the The people aren't ready." Well, maybe they changed their mind. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's going on? I have no clue. It's just so odd. All of this is so odd. And off-the-wall, tinfoil hat, uh, conspiracy theory stuff. But I think the, Amer- the people of the world are going to find out just how real all of this really was. What's, uh, last word. We're going to have to do this again, Larry, and get into this a lot more. It's so <laughs> fascinating. Well, it's pretty, it, it's pretty mind-blowing. I mean, literally. And I know a lot of people think you guys have lost your minds, but uh, <laughs> it's really real. And, and, and the information coming out, they're even saying the movie Battlestar Galactica was basically built from the Space Force that we've already had for a number of years now operating uh, that was built out in Utah in those Washak, I believe it is, mountains. Uh, you know, they built these battlecraft, and I even saw one come over one night, I think. I, there was two TR-3Bs and some fighter craft came over the mountains, and I looked up, and there was something there, but I couldn't see it. It was totally dark, but it blotted out the stars. It was a long, big craft. It wasn't a TR-3B. Yes. So they do have some kind of battlecraft that they put in space. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, if you go into the German Third Reich uh stuff you'll find huge uh heinaboos anyway i guess we're running out of time folks <laughs> heads up war anytime and big rapture red line alert from now all the way through to uh probably december and uh as i read to you 80 years for israel so we're we're at the cusp of war or whatever anyway thanks a lot for listening take care